This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 199 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days and signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture to find out more today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to your work week. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I know that I did. And we now need to transition you from that fantastic weekend into this week. And guess what's happening this week? If you're listening to this live, the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit West is happening June the 7th and the 8th in San Diego. It's the first time that we're going to be on the West Coast. So we did a pregame episode last week, which was episode 197. If you didn't get a chance to hear that, just press pause, go back and listen to that episode. You'll find it very helpful in terms of understanding who all is going to be there. And let me tell you, There is going to be a ton of invaluable knowledge that will be happening at this conference. And as it turns out, I'm actually moderating an entire track. That's right. So I will be up on stage a good portion of the time for this conference, getting to interview many of these folks or run these panels for so many of the different people that are going to be there speaking. I cannot wait to pick their brains and find out what it is they're doing with their social and digital customer care programs. It's going to be fantastic. If you have not already secured your tickets, you can still go to sociallysupportive.com slash CSSWest to find out what you need to do in order to be able to get out there to San Diego. It's going to be a tremendous experience. Now, if you're not able to get out there, I will be doing some post-game episodes I will be trying to get some of these fantastic speakers back on the show with us to interview them so that we can get things rolling and get things taken care of. Also, I am getting ready to plan some changes to the Socially Supportive Podcast. I'm not going to tell you what they are yet, but I think that we've got all these foundational episodes under our belt, and we might be changing things up just a little bit. I'm still working through what it's going to look like. Stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss that. This week, here's what we're doing. I have had a lot of questions coming to me lately about social media, customer care, about 
what a program should look like, how you should shape things, how they should get together, what's important to measure. So I have curated five different episodes this week that you may have missed the first time around. You more than likely did. There's so many more people listening to the podcast right now. So I'm trying to make sure that all of the foundational data that you need is served up to you in a meaningful and curated fashion. So this week, we're going to be talking about social customer care. Make sure that you are tuned into these episodes. You don't want to miss them. Even if you've heard them before, you still want to make sure that you refresh yourself on what this information is all about. So tune in, get your coffee. Let's get started. Today's inspiration comes to us from Joshua March, who said, messaging has the potential to replace phone calls, but only if customers know they will get a quick response. And our book of the day, which is not even available yet, but it will be, by Joshua March is Message Me, the future of customer service in the era of social messaging and artificial intelligence. So you're probably asking yourself, Frankie, why are we still talking about Josh March? Well, because we have some new news for you about his company, Conversocial. And we have a fabulous guest with us today to talk to you about this new development. But I'm not going to tell you who he is just yet. Let me tell you about him first. Today's guest joins us from Conversocial, a service as a software social customer care platform based in New York City and London, where he runs product marketing for the leader in social messaging for customer care. Previously, he had pursued a number of entrepreneurial endeavors with early stage services software companies, most recently heading up product for Graphica, a social media analytics startup in New York City. Before that, he led the product team for an email marketing automation platform, Movable Inc., launching the company's agile email platform. Before that, he served as the global head of customer experience at LivePerson, where he was intimately involved in the early access beta launch of LivePerson's Live Engage platform. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Jason Valdina. Jason, so glad to have you on the show. Likewise, Frankie, thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm so glad. And what <laughs> I like to give people some of the behind the scenes so that when they hear it, because it sounds all polished by the time we get to recording it, but we guys are actually recording this ahead of the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit, which is happening, or while you're listening, had happened November 16th and 17th at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge. And so many of the thought leaders in the digital and social customer care space ahead of this conference are scrambling like crazy to get the day-to-day -day done. I want to get you guys all the headlines and the latest information that's coming out ahead of the conference. So even though the conference happened last Thursday and Friday, when you're listening to this, Jason and I have been scrambling to try to catch up together and get time together to talk about it. But he's got some awesome information to share with you today. I might even be even more excited about it than he is, but uh, <laughs> that's because I'm such a nerd about the subject. But, <laughs> but Jason's going to share with us some fantastic information, and it is about Converse Social's new case management for social media. This is so huge. So Jason, can you tell us about this new case management, what it means, what it can do, and why it's so important? 
Absolutely, Frankie. I love how excited you are about this. I'm so excited. <laughs> everybody who knows me personally, and if you haven't met me yet, you will at some conference somewhere, but everybody who knows me personally knows that I'm just such a nerd about this stuff. So they know that it's not even made up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in good hands. I'm a fellow nerd about metrics and analytics around social messaging. So we will we will nerd out at the Insight uh, Conference this week, or I guess by the time people are listening to this, we will have already nerded out together. That's uh, right. Um, and anybody who went <laughs> will probably be nodding their heads while they're listening to this going, yup, they are total nerds. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, it is exciting stuff. So thanks, thanks for having me on the air today. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned Josh's book, which is coming out. And when he talks a lot about, you know, customers will reach out via social messaging if they know that it's an available channel for them. And if they start to realize that they'll get a faster response from the brand of choice, uh, or even as I like to say, the, the, the brand that they love to hate, that's where they'll be. And, you know, we, we're seeing this to be true. Commerce Social is kind of in an interesting uh, niche where we really, because of the footprint of brands that we work with uh, across the globe, and we're, you know, we go deep in a number of industries, we see, you know, what's starting to become a data set that is somewhat exemplary of what's really happening overall in terms of how people are using social messaging for customer care. One of the things we, we know is that when brands make it available, the gates open. Once brands promote messaging as a, as a way to get in touch with them, uh, the consumers are there because they're already on those channels. It's just a, it, it's, you know, one thumb tap away to, uh, you know, kind of reach out to the brand of their choice. So it's a natural sort of uh, migration. But I think, you know, what we've been really working hard towards uh, supporting our customers and, and supporting this market and this industry is really trying to bring social messaging under control to a degree insofar as being able to measure it, to be able to, to understand a brand's impact and its effectiveness in terms of, you know, engaging through social messaging versus other channels that that brand might be working with. You know, one thing we know, we have a, we're big fans of Jenny Susson over at Gartner. Some of you are familiar with her work. Uh, she just put out in early October uh, the, the CRM Customer Service and Support Guide for, for 2017. And, you know, this is where she kind of put out the, by 2019, the request for customer support through messaging channels will exceed requests through, for customer support through social media. And it may have sounded bombastic a year ago, and then when she repeated it again last month, but we're definitely seeing it to be true. You know, customers are really flocking to public and private messaging channels. And, you know, Frankie, you just covered our launch last week where we announced that we were taking part in the closed beta of the Messenger customer chat uh, launch with Facebook. And for some of you that aren't aware of that, you should check that out. It's episode 54. But the thing that was really interesting to see is being part of that early access program and having some social brands be kind of the first ones to take that to, to the market. You know, companies like Argos, who's a you know multi-billion-dollar retailer in, in Western Europe and UK, they're you know within their first two weeks uh, of promoting Messenger as a channel, and in this case, almost as a chat component of their of their customer care framework, they saw volumes double, like inbound volumes of messaging double, while their efficiency stayed you know absolutely rock steady. All their operational metrics, in in some cases, they probably hate me for saying this, but it actually improved, and other channels got reduced, like email got slashed in half. So. Many brands have been worried about going to scale with messaging. They've been worried about getting crushed under the, the massive weight of inbound volume. But Commerce Social is sort of here to tell you that we've, I think we've, we've cracked the nut. And a lot of it's around the things we've been doing for years, which is just that intelligence and workflow and insights around helping brands keep pace and managing the noise and keeping agents in the call center focused on the conversations that matter most. But the, the real piece that, you know, that we wanted to talk about today was around how can we prove that? How can... We enable brands to prove that they're performing well over social messaging, that it's moving the needle for them in the right direction, and that you know they're, that they're able to really kind of compare it 
in some ways, apple to apple to chat, to, to email, to voice. And I want to call out what you just said, Jason, that's so important for our listeners to hear, because it's almost like the holy grail that they've been searching for. It's the unicorn of the universe that we're talking about right now. What we're just saying is that Argos went out with this messenger customer chat beta with Conversocial, and they found that they immediately attracted a lot of volume to this channel and then got better results from handling cases there than they did over the telephone and in other channels, if I'm not misspeaking. And all of that is talked about on episode 54, which was pulled from the news release that you had on there. So all of that is verifiable for you guys to go back and listen to. But now what we're talking about is Jason's telling you that you're going to be able to verify it for yourself based on their case management technology that they've been working on. So yeah, all of it is so, so important. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what we what we know a lot of you out there are kind of poised to do is really move from managing your, your teams of agents and, and operationalizing them around social and other channels and being able to, to cover all bases to really start to combine data sources about those channels to really understand things like ROI, to understand voice of the customer. And, you know, we believe that, you know, that's, that's been a big mission of ours. And we believe that we're, you know, we're starting to put pieces in place that really enable people to do that. You know, a lot of it just becomes an effort of being able to have comparative metrics while not losing what's unique about each channel. There are things that truly are unique about social messaging that can need to be accounted for, but not necessarily at the expense of, of making social an island. And so, you know, we, we've worked really hard with, with input from our customers who have been, in, in many regards, probably the, the social innovators across many different industries. But we know that organizations really, organizations really struggle to measure their effectiveness across social channels. Now, a lot of that's due to, to the legacy of, of case management in the traditional contact center. Social was sort of, the, in a lot of ways, the last of the party. Um, you know, voice and email have, have long been, you know, kind of the, the traditional pillars. And they're, you know, they're not showing any signs of really going away anytime soon. Uh, chat is, has really matured. Social messaging has, has really started to, I think, eat away at not only budgets, but also, you know, the size of teams. We're seeing more and more agents be, you know, dedicated solely to social. And that's exciting. But a lot of that is because brands are starting to realize, okay, we can measure this, we can monitor it, we understand what's going on. That's exciting. I think the thing that makes social unique for us at Commerce Social is that it's it can be as real-time as chat, or it could also be as asynchronous as email, meaning it could be the expectation from the consumer could be, you know, boom, 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 I want to get, I, here's my problem, I didn't answer right now. Like in the airline industry, we go very, very deep in the airline industry, and, you know, we, we know from their customer cases that first response time is a big issue. They, that's one of the metrics they really rely on. Whereas other brands, they're much more focused on response rate and, you know, just being able to be as responsive as a brand as possible, cover the, cover as many cases as possible. But, you know, the analytics for social messaging, you know, it, it needs to support a contact center's ability to track effectiveness across social within itself, across Twitter, across Facebook, across Instagram, YouTube, whatever your brand's focused on, but be able to compare all of those with voice, chat, email, self-service, et cetera. So that's why... You know, we've, we've really worked really hard to launch uh, what we announced uh, about a week and a half ago, which is basically resolution management for social messaging from Commerce Social, which really kind of allows brands to apply that, that case closure metadata and that, that workflow for closing a case and closing an issue and apply it to public and private social messaging. Which is tremendous because we've talked to uh, on this show, I've had big brands come on and say 
that it's not really possible with most of the tools that are available today in the marketplace to understand your tickets or cases, however you refer to it in your particular organization. Sometimes you have to back into that because the tools are not measuring things on a case level where it's a true case versus, you know, the tool is trying to assume that because you got this many posts from this same handle in this amount of time that you can set yourself like three, three seconds to three years, that because it came from the same person, it's the same case. This functionality where you've got true case understanding is really a game changer in what's happening in the industry. Yeah, absolutely, Frankie. And it's and it's something that we've incubated for a long time because, you know, we didn't want to come across as as know-it-alls. We really wanted to listen first, understand our customers' plight, really get in the trenches with contact centers across the globe and understand industry to industry, region to region, what are the differences and what are what are the challenges. But we know that, you know, actually there's a great it's a great study which Frankie you should check out if you haven't seen this yet. But again, mentioning Jenny Sushin from Gartner. She published, uh, this is also in October 2017, it's the five stages of customer service adoption. It's from a paper of the same title. What she kind of talks about is how 2017 was the year that brands sort of started to wrangle, okay, this is how we handle social customer service. Like we know we can do customer care through social, and this is how we do it. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, we know from our brands that are real innovators in this space that are really pushing forward, you know, like the Argos, you know, like, like Alaska Air, you know, a lot of these brands are really pushing the boundaries. What they really want to do is say, this is how we use social to inform all of our customer interactions. Like social is the wellspring of ideas. It's, it's the place where we, it's a proving ground for us. It's the place where we show truly like a real portrayal of how satisfied customers are. So, you know, in order to do that, though, we feel like there's a real need in the market for specialization in terms of how to harness and measure social customer care, what metrics really matter for people and what are the tools that, that enable that. So, you know, a lot of what we've done, you know, is, is focus on kind of two sides of the coin. So one of them is sort of more engagement metrics, things like first response time, as I mentioned earlier, and, you know, coupling that with things that are a little bit more, you know, operational and, and looking at looking in hindsight to be able to say, how have we done? You know, how, how are we performing and what could we do next to, to make things better? A lot of this has to do with kind of the, the real-time workflow. So our tool is in a very special niche of platforms that kind of is used to kind of capture and analyze uh, content in real time from public and private posts across multiple social channels and really determine what's the intent, what's the topic, what's this customer looking to do, what's their issue, and try and align that post with you know, previous customer contact, maybe CRM data through, through tight integration with various CRMs, and determine the sentiment of the post. Are they pissed? Are they happy? What's the deal? And make recommendations for prioritization and workflow as to which agent should best handle this, uh, which team should this go to, or should they respond at all? So one of the things we did, you know, the first thing we did was really, in terms of first response time, is figure out programmatically and algorithmically and, and customizable by the brand, what qualifies as noise. This is a big thing that I think, um, Frank, you, you might be talking to uh, Michael from Alaska Air at, at the Insight Conference, which is great about this. And, you know, it, this, is a, this is a thing where, you know, a lot of brands have needed to crack this. And it comes with time of understanding what constitutes as noise for each different brand. But that was the first piece. First response time was very much about reducing noise and reducing the amount of distractions that agents have and really focusing them on the conversations that matter. And there is a big divide between the brands that are answering in under 15 minutes and the brands who are not. And when I talk to brands who are answering in under 15 minutes, they 
without fail say that it has to do with the technology that they are using that allows them to deploy strategies around removing that noise, which, you know, we would have heard at that time by Michael Roy from one of the panels that we had. That's right. That's right. No, I think it should be that. That was a great talk. (laughs) (laughs) It it is slash was a great talk. We're throwing it out there in advance because we just know it. We just know it. But yeah, so what I'm seeing here is that these metrics that you're able to glean are all coming on a case basis. And you're able to see this in the conversational tool on the agent dashboard, right? That's right. So really what it's, it's about is like a, a shift in mindset. So thinking about things, it's so almost like a triad of measurement tools that we've launched now. So one of them as part of uh, you know, the social conversation case management from Commerce Social is really looking at agent performance and efficiency. So we have a new agent dashboard, which is very much about response rate. It's about average handling time and being able to dial that in by team, by agent, and also obviously zoom all the way out and look how the brand is doing as, as a whole. But it's very much, you know, there's also a bunch of uh, efficiency and utilization metrics for, you know, kind of informing staffing and planning. So that's one thing we've heard time and time again from the customer care managers is that, or care center managers rather, is that they need that operational metric. They want to look at that as a way to forecast what their team's team needs really are. Yes. And even if you have a workforce management team who's helping you understand that, when you've got your supervisors and your managers who are running the day-to-day they can course correct not next week because after workforce management got in and analyzed or even next day, if you've got that, you can course correct now. You can look at it and say, if this run rate continues, we need to pull more people in, right? That's right. And you know, the second piece is really around real-time resolution. We have a dashboard that's, that's a real-time dashboard for understanding sort of case handling, case management. But this is, this is why Frankie and I really got together today to dig into this with all of you. So a lot of the things that we did here are, is where the magic happens. So the first thing, which doesn't sound like magic, but it, it being applied to social messaging conversations, it's a game changer, is the notion for either the system or the agent to be able to have the control to close a case, to be able to say, this conversation is over, we're done here, the consumer is happy, or they're sad, or they're done, or I haven't heard from them in a long time. And what we were seeing in the early days of Commerce Social was that this is the asynchronous aspect of social messaging. And it took us a while to kind of dial this in. But an agent would have a conversation with somebody. They'd go dark for 14, 16 hours. They'd come back and respond. And then there'd be a flurry of dialogue, right? And then at that point, the agent would say, well, I think we're done here. And they would, they would archive that conversation. But then, you know, two days later, someone might write back that same consumer with a different issue. But there was no real way quantitatively to say whether there was a different issue or as a continuation of the previous issue. And so, you know, what we decided to do was say, you know, it's got, there's a qualitative element. This is what your agents are there for. Yes, there's automation. Yes, there's chatbots. Those things are all there, at least in the the near term, to help route, to help, um, in some cases, deflect customers and get get them to self-help options that are even more efficient for them. But when you need to talk to somebody, that's what your agent's there for. Focus them on the qualitative problem solving. And so, Case closure is really putting the power to, to kind of have some automatic filters that say these conversations don't need to be seen by somebody. We've already determined that they're, they're low value, low impact. Maybe it's a question that's not even relevant to you. Maybe it's not even for your brand. They got it wrong. They wrote to the wrong company. But whatever it may be, then no one needs to see it. 
But most of these issues, most brands really want to do a good job. They want to respond to as much as, as they can. They want to be seen as being responsive. So case closure is now about having the, the agent be able to dialogue with the customer or five at the same time, but only be tracking the handling time for that case when they're actually handling that case. So when that conversation is in focus and they're interacting, they're typing, they're researching, Commerce Social is tracking what they're doing. When that, when that is out of view or they're not researching that particular piece, the clock stops. What's great about that is we're getting more accurate sort of handling time in terms of what it takes to resolve an issue. And brands now through these real-time dashboards and our analytics video on the whole is able to kind of drill down into specific issue types and say, okay, for these issue types, how long does it take us to solve those problems through Facebook versus Twitter versus Instagram versus YouTube versus text, you know, text messaging? And that's really powerful for them. And the thing that's really big here is that when you decide that something is a case, the tool says, okay, we're starting this case because Susie tweeted into us. And the tool automatically tries to assume that it's a case or not. If it goes dark for some amount of time and then the customer comes back in, the agent can then decide that that case is still part of the first case or whether it's not part of the first case and can manually override. So you have a true understanding of what a particular case is instead of having an agent always have to manually do it or instead of never being able to override the tool to say, no, that's not exactly right. So you're no longer estimating how many back and forth interactions and how much time it takes for a particular issue. Now you know how long it takes to troubleshoot or have a billing conversation or what have you. And that is huge in this space because I haven't heard of anybody else being able to do that yet. Yeah, no, it's exciting stuff. You know, so it really kind of thinking again in terms of that triad, uh, we know the operational metrics around agent performance and just, you know, the contact center performance overall, efficiency and utilization, average handling time, response time as a brand, by team, by agent, all that's important. So that's the Commerce Social Agent dashboard. The real-time resolution dashboard, really more about case management, case handling, case closure rates, and the reasons for things being wrapped up. You know, kind of seeing that you know a lot of a lot of cases are either waiting on the customer or they're being resolved satisfactorily. But the third piece that's really exciting here, and this is all kind of part of the same story, because if you think about the workflow, you know, all of us are consumers in our personal lives, right? There's a brand that we that we love to hate, as I like to say. You know, we reach out, I got a problem, and you know, there's different points in that journey, and there's there's a point in the journey where even if I didn't solve your problem, I was responsive, tough love for that moment, but I'm not going to lose you forever. And one of the things that Actually, the Josh March, our CEO, who Frankie's spoken to um, previously in his upcoming book, he, he refers to this uh, research by CEB, who's now part of Gartner Group, where they talked about you know what are drivers of disloyalty, and you know this is a, it's a really interesting sort of study that showed that you know if you had this moment of wow in a, in a customer care conversation, it impacted sentiment maybe by one x. So you got a bump of you know let's let's say it was CSAT or Net Promoter Score, you got a, like a one x bump because you kind of wowed them in that moment. But by contrast, if you have a negative impact, if there was a negative moment in that interaction, you're looking at almost 4x of the negative impact. So what the reason I bring this up is in the context of, of case management, case handling, and social messaging, the third piece that we've launched that's really exciting, and in some ways is an industry first, is CSAT and NPS for Facebook and Twitter. And there's a whole dashboard that's quantitative and qualitative in nature to understand how are you scoring, what's the segmentation breakdown. Uh, and being able to dive into those conversations and see qualitative examples of what drove that rate up or down. CSAT and NPS for Twitter. And then uh, the industry first is really no one is doing um, NPS on Facebook Messenger at all. So we're really the first to market there. It's really exciting. We have a bunch of brands that are just 
chomping at the bit to get on that. And they're doing it like the last week and this week. But the reason they're really excited about it is if you think, go back two or three minutes ago to what Frankie and I were talking about with respect to case closure. The really exciting piece here is that now that agents can say, I'm done here, I'm saying that we're finished, or the system said, you don't need to even talk to this person. The case is closed. And at the moment that case is closed, the brand can decide to issue those CSAT or MPS surveys in real time or wait an hour. But the best practice is really to follow it up immediately. Their, their thumb is still over the screen. They're still kind of like thinking about whether they still have something to say. They're marinating in sort of the success or failure of, of your ability to address their issue. And now they get the survey that's you know the tap of a thumb away to be able to say, how, how are we doing? Uh, would you promote us to a friend of yours? So that's that third piece is the uh, CSAT and NPS dashboards, which teams are really challenged to make customers happy, but they're challenged with lowering costs at the same time. So social could be really cheap. It could be really frictionless, especially when you have tools like this that enable you to survey your customers in really close proximity to when the issue was resolved, right? An agent says, great, can I help you with anything else today? No, thanks. Case closed for the agent. From the, the user side, from the consumer side, how are we doing? Would you recommend us to a friend? And what we're seeing is this is really exciting, Frankie. I, I, I keep talking about this in conversational in our office, but it's like, all right, we get it, we get it. But, <laughs> um, you know, for me, I, you know, as Frankie mentioned at the top of this meeting, I, um, you know, I, I spent some time at Google Link and at LivePerson and, you know, definitely delved into chat and email. And the exciting thing here is that uh, response rates for, for CSAT and MPS through email are barely pushing 12, 13%. Being able to to get 40, 45% in some cases with our brands for CSAT and MPS responses through social messaging is just massive. Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's so close to proximity of when that issue is resolved. It's right in the thread of the conversation, and it's just much easier for them to respond. So that, that's really exciting stuff. It is a big deal. And the reason, like you said, that it is a big deal, two parts. Number one, you want to survey as close to the actual interaction as possible. And number two, from what I've seen, the surveys that you're having customers fill out are not complicated. They're not 10 questions. They're not write us an essay. So you've got that high response rate because it's just clicking some stars, right? And so now you can really understand for that particular interaction, how did the customer feel? Because how many times have we, because we're all customers, how many times has we have customers gone in and we've said, eh, okay, I'll do your email survey and you click into the email and then it's like this 10 page dissertation that you have to fill out on the history of mankind and nobody wants to do that. And then you back out. So to your point, the take rate is terrible. But what we see in social is that by nature of the channel, the technology is making it so that we can have a simpler survey with simpler asks of the customer, making it easy for the customer. And it's right now. It's how they feel about it right now. And now if you can have that information from messenger customer chat, and then you can also have it from Twitter as well, that's a huge leap from where we were before when we could only get that information from Twitter. It's, it's much improved. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. And, and, you know, I think this all leads to kind of cost per resolution, right? Because at this point now you've got your operational sort of insights around how your agents are performing, their effectiveness, their efficiency, being able to kind of compare teams. Sometimes uh, our brands that work with us will kind of have different teams handling different types of problems. They're able to kind of zoom out and say, this team handles these types of problems. That team handles those kinds of problems. Look at the difference in metrics. That's really interesting. Maybe we should spread the burden a bit. Being able to to kind of really have that case management workflow that's familiar enough 
to be compared to email, to be compared to chat is really helpful for brands now to be able to say, all right, Apple to Apple, finally, I can kind of compare these. Uh, but now they're able to sort of really get into cost per resolution in social because they can look at it and compare Apple to Apple to other channels. So we're really excited to roll this out. I would say if anybody's interested to kind of learn more about this, just go to conversocial.com. And I would just implore you to click on the request a demo. We're happy to uh, schedule demos at people's convenience. And I think that's the best way to kind of see this um, all happen and see, see this all come together. There you go, everybody. Jason Valdina is the bearer of the news that I know I've been waiting for forever, maybe since 2010, which probably would have been the first time that I met Josh March at the Insight Group Customer Service Summit, by the way. But <laughs> this is where we've needed to get to because our executives, rightfully so, are happy in most cases to make an investment into the social and digital space. But they've been waiting for a very long time for us to be able to definitively explain to them in some sort of easy fashion that looks like what they're used to. What am I getting in return for the investment that the company is making into your department? And now finally, we can say with some amount of certainty, this is what's happening. And this is how it compares to what you're used to. And then also, this is how it's different from what you're used to in its other ways. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient store. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Craft Beer Club picture for more information today. All right, guys, there you have it. Another episode that you can have actionable information to take away right now and improve your social customer care program. Make sure that you tune in for our next episode because we're going to have more information that you don't want to miss. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.